Welcome to the Weekly Berean, hosted by Berean Community Church. Join us as we give pastoral addresses on pressing issues. No one and nothing can be neutral. Indeed, as Psalm 2 verse 12 demands, kiss the sun. Lest he be angry and you perish in the way, for his wrath is quickly kindled. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. Holding to the truth and rejecting its antithesis. A simple framework for discerning truth and error in our deceptive times. I was naively hoping midterm elections would pull the e-brake on the runaway crazy train car rod, which is our society. But this past week, hammered shut the coffin door to the sane world in which some of us used to inhabit. Ironically, Senate conservatives were the ones swinging the hammer. The same conservative party leaders who falsely prophesied a flood of justice at the polls and the so-called red wave of Republicans taking over the House and the Senate came to have 12 senators to support Senate Majority Leader Schumer's Respecting Marriage Act. This bill does not respect marriage. It does quite the opposite. It disrespects marriage by demanding immoral relationships be given the same status as marriage in our nation. But it was conservatives who had to approve the bill in order to gain the 60 supporters needed for the bill to see the floor. Clearly, this type of conservative does not conserve marriage. Among these 12 so-called conservatives were our own North Carolina Republican Senators Tom Tillis and Richard Burr. This kind of Republican conservative has sold the farm to our society's political looney tunes. Here in Crazy Town, things can sure change in a week. Here's my point with this week's tale. We live in an age where political conservatives do not conserve the foundations that frame our society. We live in a society that allows one to identify themselves with a conservative political party or a conservative Christian denomination, but reject the doctrines and or beliefs that define it as conservative. Therefore, we cannot think that those who call themselves conservative are actually conservatives. This is true in Christianity as well as in politics. The same crazy talk allowed in our capitals seems to get a pass in our churches. Conservative Protestant churches used to conserve the faith that was once for all delivered to the saints, Jude 3. And yet today, the Presbyterian Church in America has been dealing with its fundamentally non-conservative, heterodox views of Sod B Christianity and the Revoice Conference. The largest Protestant denomination in the world, the Southern Baptist Convention, has within its churches supporters and advocates of Marxist critical race theory. We live in an age where you not only have to discern the error and false doctrine in explicit enemies, but also the threats of those who present themselves as friends and supporters of the truth. So how do we discern deceptive ideas, ethics, and individuals in our camps. 
How do we identify enemy ideologies and errors from teachers who present and posture themselves as our friends? It is not by mere words that they claim to be their badges as conservative or Christian. Rather, it is by embracing a simple but thorough framework of truth and antithesis. We could call it the truth-anti-truth paradigm, if that's your preference. But when I say the truth, I refer to those who hold to the teaching of God's word in part and in some. The truth affirms pursuing conformity of one's whole life to the word of God. The antithesis, or anti-truth, rejects the truth of God's word in part or in some. The antithesis, or anti-truth, are those ideas, ethics, and individuals who reject the truth and substitute something in its place as the truth. This simple paradigm affirms the duality of life that Scripture frames for us. That duality is that there are only two ways to live, either for God in Christ or against God in Christ. Believing God's promises to us in Jesus or rejecting God's promises to us. The truth antithesis paradigm requires us to judge all ideas, all ethics, all individuals as one of the two ways. Scripture presents this paradigm in Jesus' teaching, the Apostles' teaching, and especially in Paul's words in Romans chapter 1, verses 18 through 23. The truth antithesis holds all people and all ideas to either conform to the truth or to reject the truth with a substitute. Brand names like Republican, Conservative, Evangelical, Protestant, and even Reformed don't get a pass. All are judged to either believe and embrace and conform to the truth or to be a form of the antithesis of the truth. Jesus taught all of his hearers that to enter God's kingdom, one must repent and believe the gospel, Mark 1, verse 15. Jesus taught all his disciples that they must follow him as king, Matthew 16, verses 24 through 26. Jesus taught that each one given to the Son of God by God the Father will receive and obey Jesus' teaching, John 10, verses 3 through 5. Jesus taught his hearers that those who are ashamed of him in this world and do not obey him, Jesus will be ashamed of them in the judgment which is to come, Luke 9, verse 26. The apostles taught that there are only two ways to live, following and obeying God's word or rejecting it, 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 13 through 16. The Apostle Paul taught to be saved is to come to the knowledge of the truth that the man, Jesus, is the only mediator between God and man. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 4 and 5. Paul told the church in Rome, which consisted of Jewish and Gentile believers, the gospel is the power of God unto salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. Romans 1, verse 16. The final judgment 
of the living and the dead foretold in John's Revelation, chapter 20, verses 11 through 15, has only two groups, those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life and those whose names are not written in the book of life. There are only two groups of people in all humanity and human history, and therefore today. One group believes and conforms to the truth, and the other rejects the truth, replacing it with the antithesis. The truth centers upon the redemptive work of God in Christ for all who believe, and the truth includes all that God reveals in His Word. Those who believe the truth are those who conform their lives and ideas and ethics to the truth. The antithesis, or the anti-truth, exchanges the truth of God for a lie, worshiping something created instead of the Creator, Romans 1, 18-32. The antithesis does not call good and evil what each respectively is. Instead, they call good evil and evil good. The antithesis can be flagrant promoters, practitioners, and defenders of explicit immorality like those who today promote, practice, and defend homosexuality, transgenderism, and no-fault divorce. But those of the antithesis can also call themselves conservative, Christian, evangelical, and even reformed while rejecting the truth. It is not one's identity brand that determines if they are of the truth or of the antithesis. It is their belief and behavior in response to the truth. There are at least three simple ways that we can grow in our discernment of ideas, ethics, and individuals in these deceptive times. First, we must personally know the truth truly and know it well ourselves. Number two, we must know how the truth brings about the conformity or reformation of our whole lives. And number three, we need to see how the antithesis or anti-truth is evident in all that is not congruent to the truth. One thing is obvious when we frame the world with the paradigm of truth and antithesis, and that is no one and nothing can be neutral. Indeed, as Psalm 2 verse 12 demands, kiss the son, lest he be angry and you perish in the way, for his wrath is quickly kindled. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. Sola Dea Gloria.